excited for tonight. Welcome everybody. I do see that we're live. So one of the things that I do, if you want to follow along, is I follow along on my phone, but my phone is muted so I can see everybody that's joining us and commenting. Um, oh, and we are even being transcribed. That's awesome. So super excited for tonight's episode. Everybody ready to talk about some hosiery? So, oh, somebody might have me speaking in the background. There we go. And we're at we're at eight o'clock. So, um, welcome everyone to Trans Tuesday, my favorite night of the week. So excited for tonight. Before we get started, for our club members who have signed the model release you would have automatically received an email this morning with the Zoom link to join us. Apparently for some it worked and for some it didn't. So if for whatever reason you were trying to click on the link and it didn't work, I don't know why it may have been faulty in this email, feel free to copy and paste that link and join us. We will bring you in. Um, if we see you popping into the Zoom, we always ask everyone to jump in early, but we are having I guess a little technical difficulty with the links tonight, but it looks like we've got some ladies um, watching off screen. So we've got club founder Renee Mitchell. She's saying good evening, everyone. And um, Rami Sargon, one of our club members from New Zealand. Hi, Rami. So she is tuning in from work. So excited that we've got the ladies from around the world. Uh, so we have somebody very special joining us in the house. Tonight, we welcome Vien Chung Brown. She is the founder of Vien Milano. So Vien Milano is a luxury hosiery brand dedicated to thigh-high stockings that are made in Italy. Founded in 2011, Vien transitioned her previous work in high-tech product management. I love that it's like high-tech. Um, by designing, distributing, and managing a fashion e-commerce brand. And today, Vian Milano has helped redefine thigh highs as a fashion category. So her collection of hosiery um, offers one of the world's most extensive variety for thigh high stockings, consisting of classic styles, fashion forward pieces, skin tone matching shears, eco-friendly stockings. And Vian, we have like never discussed that. I want to hear more about the eco-friendly stockings later. Um, okay. <laughs> she has plus sizes, sizes for every shape and size and so much more. So the brand has expanded from being sold exclusively through vianmilano.com to distributing to many other distribution channels and brick and mortar outlets. Vian Milano has been featured on Fox, New York Fashion Week, Spark and Hustle, um, Good Morning America. It's been like worn by celebrities and in magazines and photo shoots around the world. Uh, you know, this is, this is amazing. I'm so excited to talk about this. Vienne, welcome to Trans Tuesday. We are so excited to have you join us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. It's quite an honor to be um, here tonight. So thank you. We are excited to have you. So I do want to say, um, Lindsay Taub, you know, our favorite image consultant introduced mm -hmm. us and Vienne is um, being welcomed into our world. So I think you've already kind of spoken before first event. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have been waiting. You and I spoke back, I think in January we met and we have been waiting <laughs> tonight to uh, have you join us. So thank you so much. And we still have ladies joining the Zoom. That is fantastic. I want to give a big hello to our club members who are joining us on screen tonight. Joanna Keller, Georgette Bronwyn Du, Miranda Jones, Catherine Ann Voss just joined us, and Ashley Glenn. So excited. And Ashley, I got your email. Thank you so much. And you look lovely. Um, so before we jump in, um, Ashley, can I just give you like snaps? has been appearing as Ashley, just like what, today's the second day at work? Yes, actually, it's the second day. So it's been wonderful actually, so thank you. <laughs> Congratulations, we're so happy for you. Thanks. <laughs> All right, awesome. so before we get started for tonight, um, so uh, one last big shout out, this week is your last chance. We wanna give a big thank you to our sponsor of the month, True Voice Lessons. True Voice Lessons is a multi-state company offering in-person and online voice and music lessons. If you are following My Feminine Heart and Transuse, you know True Voice Lessons. Um, Anna Laundry has been on the show several times. Uh, the work that they do in the community is absolutely amazing. And they are raffling off for us. We are raffling off three free voice lessons to three completely different people. So one voice lesson per person. It's absolutely free. All you need to do is like and subscribe to our social media and to True Voices. Everything you like and subscribe to, you get an extra raffle ticket and I'm gonna pull those tickets live on Saturday, May 1st. Uh, so we will be announcing the winners and you still have a chance to win. And what's also really exciting is May 1st, is the day that our membership reopened. So if you've wanted to join these ladies on screen, if you would love to be a part of our sisterhood, be a club member of My Feminine Heart, Saturday, we will be open for 10 days. Hope you join us. We are so excited to have you. So one last thing. So you may have seen, this is like our month of prizes. We've never done so many prizes. So we also have prizes from Vian Milano, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit tonight, but basically if you share this event on Facebook, you get a chance to win a free pair of thigh highs. And we're gonna ask her, because she picked out um, her one of her special thigh highs for this contest. So two people will get a chance to win, one person who's on screen here. That's right, so of the one, two, three, four, five, six club members who are in the Zoom, you have a one in six chance if everybody shares the event or the live that we're in right now to their Facebook page, you get a chance to win a free pair of thigh highs and one person sitting at home in our audience. So anybody can win. Anybody, if you are home in our audience and you share this event, you have a chance at winning free thigh highs from VN Milano. So um, VN, again, Welcome to the show. So excited to have you. And uh, I'm going to spotlight you here. I'm going to give everybody else a, a mute for now, but we are going to open it up. Um, you know, as, if you have any questions, you know, as we go along, Vienne would love to hear what made you start this company? What made you think I need to create a brand new business of high end thigh highs? All right. Sure. Um, Sorry, I had to unmute myself. <laughs> um, well, thank, thanks again for having me. Um, you know, I started the brand in 2011, so it's been almost 10 years. 
Um, the reason why I started Via Milano was at the time I couldn't find thigh high stockings that would stay up on my leg. Um, it's not because I'm super thin or anything. I'm not at all. Um, it's just at the time, the only available type of thigh high were just not very well made. They were either meant for Halloween or they were um, price point at about $100 for a pair of stockings. So I thought, gosh, can't be the only woman in the in the United States, that is, or North America for that matter, <laughs> who's looking for thigh-high stockings that I can wear for every occasion. Um, so I spent some time researching, um, traveling, and um, I've always known that Europe, um, and particularly in Italy, um, that's where good, premium, luxurious thigh-highs come from. And so after spending some time doing research um, and visiting, Italy um, for a number of times, I decided, you know what, this is the thing I want to do. I want to start a brand where I design and import um, thigh-high stockings into the United States and have it available for women of all sorts. That's amazing. I can tell you that I have worn your thigh-highs and they stay up. Most pairs don't. I have what my mother sweetly called thunder thighs as a child so and I mean like as like an infant I, yeah you yeah I have thighs too yeah yeah so um so yeah I love that you you fit you found a need because let's admit like you know we can put somebody on the moon NASA and science doesn't really spend a lot of time trying to make women's fashion more accessible or more comfortable or a higher quality. So you found a way to make a better pair of thigh highs. Well, I mean, I can't take credit for it. I, I, thigh high stockings have been around, um, but you know, it's funny you bring up NASA that there, there's a history component to it. Um, but before I get to it, you know, um, silicone has been added to stockings since the 60s. So again, I can't take credit for it, but however, it's just, you know, I, I think there's a certain perception about wearing thigh highs in the US and also just the availability of it. Oftentimes when you buy thigh highs um, in the US, you're going to Walgreens or, or, or CVS or whatever, and they're made with that rubber band strip. Ours do not have that. Um, ours are made with the silicone band and that's why it stays up. I love it. I love it. And you mentioned, um, well, I mentioned NASA and then you caught onto that real quick. Um, you know, could you tell us a little bit of the history of hosiery? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't want to get too bottled down in the details, but I, I personally find a lot of the history of stockings or, or stockings in general to be really interesting. Um, you know, it goes back actually to ancient times. Stockings were originally worn by men um, for, for hundreds of years. It wasn't until um, the 15th century when Queen Elizabeth of England had, she was given a pair of stockings as a gift. Um, she loved it, but she was not really the woman who changed fashion history. Um, it wasn't really until the 18th century um, when the Industrial Revolution started picking up and um, more and more women as hosiery became more available, women um, in that century decided, okay, this is what I wanna wear. This is very fashionable. Um, and as more and more women um, started wearing hosiery in the 18th century, um, less and fewer and fewer men started wearing stockings. 
But the part that I wanted to jump to um, was in by you know 1930. We're moving really, really fast <laughs> in time. Um, but in the 1930s, actually, Dupont was the one that came up with nylon, nylon stockings in particular. Um, so there is a science component to it, not necessarily NASA, but there is a, you know, um, science component, right? And um, what DuPont did was they created um, the first pair of pantyhose, which is made from nylon stockings. And um, on May 15th, I think it was 1939, they had dedicated that one day as stocking day, which was the day that they would launch um, pantyhose on sale at Macy's. And on that day, 2 million pairs of stockings were sold um, at the Macy's in New York City. Um, and so there's a lot to the history of hosiery. Um, but the thing that changed everything was in the Second World War when nylon became a scarce commodity or a resource, you know, nylon was not, nylon stockings in particular, it was not being produced. And what women did at that time, they would actually paint their legs, particularly with the black, drawing a black line in, in the back of their leg, just to make it seem like they're wearing stockings. Um, and so, you know, today I, I would say that the perception and the use of hosiery have changed quite a bit. Um, what I'm seeing now is there's a lot more um, patterns that are involved when it comes to wearing stockings. I think um, black stockings are always going to be a classic item, um, but I don't want to get into that too much. <laughs> Just wanted to give like a brief history of stockings. No, I. It, it's so fascinating. And I mean, I'll be honest, when we were talking about this, there is so much more um, to stockings than like I ever imagined. So I'm actually going to show um, our club members real quick. I just want to know if I'm the only person in the dark here, because we're going to start talking about styles. How do you say, is it denier? How do you say it? Denier. Yes. Denier. Okay. Give me a thumbs up if you've heard of denier before and you have any idea what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah, I that's if that's something that's on the label, I've never paid attention to that before. So if you are um, as oblivious as the proper way to do stockings, um, I'm going to show a couple of slides. Hold on. Like this isn't going to be all slidey, I promise. Uh, let's see. Number here. two. Yeah. So can you see this like the hosiery styles? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep, you so can see it. So this is denier, and this is a unit of measure for the fi fibers, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, so the smaller the number, the thinner the pair of stockings, um, whereas the, the larger the number, the thicker the pair of stockings. Here, there's a picture of um, a variety of different styles, right? So the, at the top, we actually have a pair of stockings that's seven denier. Um, and then at the bottom, there's... It's, a plush 150-year pair of stockings that is made from microfiber. Um, so the reason why it's stacked up like that is so that you can compare and see, you know, how the different denier um, looks and feels and, and yeah, and, and stack up. Okay, so this may sound like a stupid question, but is there a point when it tr transitions from 
from hosiery denier to just being tights, like what you think of as tights as your as a like that children wear or like leggings? Like at what point does it just become pants? That's a great question. I, you know, so because for me, I mainly focus on thigh high stockings, right? For me, when you say tights, they're, they come up to the top of your waist. It's all one pair of stockings, right? So at the same time, I think tights um, is different in a way. I would say that anything that's above 85 denier, um, that's, that's a pair of tights. It's thick, it's opaque, right? Um, whereas anything below that, they're stockings. Um, I know it, I, we're kind of, <laughs> this is splitting hair here, <laughs> but at the same time, I, I do think that it, there's a small difference. Um, oh, is there someone? I think yeah, we have a question from Georgette and actually Diane Crow has a question in our audience too. Uh, Georgette, go ahead. This is perfect. Um, I have found through many people that I know in the UK, they don't call them pantyhose and tights. They call them all tights. And they go by how the uh, thinness of them by the denier. Usually, I think we'll go down to like about a 10. And anything over, I, I don't remember what it is, 40, 50 or whatever, is darker up to mm -hmm. over 100 and something, which is opaque tights. So, I mean, there is a difference between American English usages and- Oh, absolutely. Uh, by all means, I, I, I mean, I we call- I imagine them... around the world, it, there's differences also. Oh yeah, I mean, um, so thigh highs, the word itself is American English. Right. Um, overseas, they call it stay ups or hold ups. Um, I actually find that because there are a lot of countries that were colonized by the Brits, um, they actually go by the English that is, or, or um, the taxonomy by by British English. Um, even I, we don't even have to go overseas, Canada, for that matter. I guess I don't know that. I guess technically that's not overseas, right? <laughs> north of where we are. Um, oftentimes they go with um, the British vocabulary. Um, a lot of retailers that I've talked to, they prefer to use hold up and stay up. Um, and they spell center differently as well, you know, color <laughs> the U. Um, so yeah, exactly, it, it's that that um, vocabulary is slightly different around the world. Yeah, I, I find that with, uh, I think Canada, Australia, New Zealand, all over the UK, mm -hmm. they're kind of similar in what they call things. The Americans have drastically changed a lot of things. So, and we're not just an American crowd here. We do have people from New Zealand and places like that. So mm -hmm. it, it's good for them to understand what we're talking about in the US. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that, Georgia. And we have a, we have a, questions are building. So um, we have one from uh, Diane Crow, who's one of our club members. She wants to know uh, when I wear stay up stockings, um, if she wears them for more than six hours, she will get welts on her legs, uh, where the sticky hits the leg. What should she do? Hmm. That's, I, that's very bizarre. I, um, so I'd like to learn a little bit more about what that, like, does it itch or does it, does, are there lines that show well, up I or, or? Like I've, you know, I don't have to wear thigh highs with cheaper thigh highs, not like, not, not yours where you talk about the silicone, but what did you say the material is usually ones that are made in the U.S.? 
Oh, but they're rubber bands. Um, yeah. So um, on ones that I have worn, I feel uh-huh. like I have really fair sensitive skin. Like this was just from yard work today. I think. <laughs> I feel like I have reactions to like my, my skin gets red. Like it's, it's usually a no-go. Georgette, you have, you have an issue as well. I see you raising your hand. I don't have much current uh, to say about the current types of uh, thigh highs and stuff, but back in the olden days (laughs) of my youth, back in say the seventies, if you had to wear them all day and you get that, I've always found it was best to you go to the lavatory or restroom, whatever you want to call it, and just kind of like, uh, you know, readjust them up or down a little bit so that you don't get that kind of a thing. Because obviously you can't use things like a powder or creams because that will defeat the purpose of the thigh high. Mm-hmm. And it would make it non-sticky too, unfortunately, right. with powder or cream. Um, so I personally have never had that issue where, you know, my skin, some, something like that would occur. Um, but to Georgia's point, if it did occur, I would imagine that adjusting it would be the key. Um, yeah. And Diane saying she's like, you know, maybe she's allergic to it. So I think Diane, I think it would be interesting to try different brands and checking to see what the material is made of, since clearly they can be made of different things. Um, and seeing like, you know, what that means to you. So, you know, Vian, you have, you have these, they're manufactured in Italy. What made you choose Italy over the U.S.? Is it part of what we're talking about with the material and components or what is typically more expected in Europe? Yeah, I, I mean, I think, well, when you buy a product that's made from an, another country, like I, I don't know, wine, or well, I guess American produces wine. <laughs> but when you buy an item that is from a culture that is often wearing or, or, or uses that product, you're buying not only just that product, but you're buying that the the quality, the care, everything that goes in it, the, the heritage, the the culture that goes with it. And I myself, um, I've been traveling to Italy since I was a teenager and I've always loved their culture. Um, and I know that they, you know, in Italy, they do a lot of things beautifully, um, you know, whether it be a pair of shoes, cars, wine, etc. It's just, it's a beautiful culture. Um, and a lot of pride goes into a lot of their craftsmanship. Um, whereas it's not that you can't find that in America. Um, but the fact that I, you know, couldn't find this type of product here told me that this was, this may not have been the best place to start off with, you know, um, whereas when I go to an Italian producer, this is something that they know and they understand because they have been producing it for a number of years. Thank you. Thank you for explaining that. Um, we've had a, 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 I have seen questions in the event on, on the page for Facebook. And then even in our chat here, wondering about um, sizes, if you are over six foot tall. Um, and I know sure. you have a size chart here. Yeah, does any, would anyone like to speak to this? Or just, just we just got some tall girls. Well, I'm six two and have, I'm all legs. Um, and they're, I mean, I'm, I'm a runner, so they're kind of skinny. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've always had a problem with getting the height and not having them just quite frankly baggy at the top. Cause mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. order to get to my height, I usually end up having like 
to get to the really large sizes and it doesn't work for me. Yeah, I tell you, the grass is always greener. I'm like, ah, I wish I was six feet tall with really long legs, skinny legs, right? Um, so based on your height, I would say that um, extra large or, or even the large would work because it sounds like you have small size um, because you are a runner. So our, the, the criteria that we use to determine size is really height and weight, but I would say height is more important. Um, that said, you know, if you're 110 pounds and six foot one, I would say size large or even small might be the better fit just because of the, the way the band is. I'll show you. So, talking so it's lips, more right? important to have a fitting band and the stocking will just stretch? Exactly, that's exactly it. And you could literally stretch for somebody ordering, you're saying a smaller size, like even a small can stretch for a mm -hmm. taller person. Okay. Exactly. You have a size chart here. Do, would, you, would you like me to share that? Yes, uh, it's slide number six. Yep, okay. Yeah, I was like, we need, we need to see this. Okay, here we go. The other thing I wanna point out too is when it comes to uh, stretching, um, you know, Obviously, this is not, um, you know, it, there, there are limitations when it comes to stretching. So if, if, you're, if you're shopping for something that has a low denier, so a sheer pair of stockings, you can stretch it, but within reasons. I wouldn't exactly put, you know, a bowling ball into it, you know. Um, but if it's a pair of stockings that, are, that have a high denier, um, 150 or whatever, um, those tend to be a little bit more uh, forgiving when it comes to stretch. So, you know, that's something to keep in mind as well when shopping for size. Okay. I don't know if this is something I've never personally noticed when shopping, mm -hmm. but I swear I've only ever seen in a size chart height and weight, and you have thigh circumference mm -hmm. um, here. I don't think I've ever actually seen on hosiery packaging to check the actual circumference of my thigh. That's, is that something that was just specific for you or am I just, you know, clueless? No, out? there, no, there are um, quite a few brands with um, thigh circumference there. Um, honestly, that really is more important once it gets, once you are in the um, plus size. So one uh, XL, three XL, um, because if you look at the weight and height distribution, a lot of it overlaps. And so, you know, the size circumference helps to determine how tight um, the, the silicone is going to be around your leg. Well, and you know, Diane had asked earlier about the, the welt. Could that be from it being maybe too tight? It could be it, it could be it. Um, it also, I think it might be an allergy that I am not familiar with, but um, certainly that could, I wouldn't rule that out as well. Does anybody have any questions in our Zoom about what they would, would specifically be best for them based on what they're seeing here? And if you don't want to share, you can always just like type it to, or message VN later. I'm just going to open VN up to be the personal thigh. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, so I'm, I'm, since I'm already talking, I might as well speak up. Um, so like I, when I sit down, I literally am the same height as my five, two friends. And when I stand up, I am over a foot taller than all of them. Um, 
and I weigh like 175. So mm -hmm. this is my problem <laughs> is that um, it's literally all legs. And I like, if I go by the weight rating, I'm pretty high up there, but then, so what is this, is the thigh circumference really the thing that I should be going off of at that point? Height, it's still more important for height. Okay. I, based on what you're describing, I, I still, my sense is you're a size large. Okay, thank you. That's well, awesome. I'm, I, okay. I'm six foot four. Uh, I weigh 152 pounds. And basically I just measured my thigh uh, and it comes to a 21. And mm -hmm. every pair of, of thigh highs that you find basically stop at six foot. And according to your, according to your size length, I would have to be a three X. And I can tell you if I buy a queen here, yeah. uh, you know, at Walmart or any of the retail stores, uh, the queen is way too big for my thigh. Yeah. Fall off. So, but, but the problem, uh, yeah. with, the, problem yeah. with the other one, if I go to a smaller size, is it hits me about five inches above my kneecap. Yep. Yep. I hear you. So I again, I think for you too. You know, I think our size large would fit you the most. Um, I agree with you. I think um, if you went with something that is 3XL, that's gonna be way too big for you because the band is gonna be way too big. Um, it's, I know that it, it's kind of a, an art more of a science, but honestly, these are the questions that we receive all the time from folks who are trying to f determine their size. So if you ever, ever need any help on determining the size or style, et cetera, please feel free to reach out to us. In fact, you, I think you, I've seen, I'm sorry, I think on your site, you have a live chat option. Mm -hmm. Let me bring that up to show everybody. Joanna, you go ahead, hon. Oh, I, I was just going to say, um, actually, I forgot. Um, uh, when you're old, you forget. Um, you don't have to be old. I'm not that bad. I mean, I guess I am old too, <laughs> but I forget already. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm 66 years old, so it's starting to go slowly but surely. Uh, yeah, my my big concern is is I love stockings over pantyhose. I, I actually prefer never to wear pantyhose unless I just absolutely have to. And I would really love to find um, thigh highs that would basically fit a little higher. So what I've had to do is basically correct my skirts to go from basically uh, a shorter skirt that I can wear very easily. I wear a size six, um, mm -hmm. uh, so I can look, you know, fairly decent in a in a in a short skirt. But unfortunately, wearing thigh highs, the thigh high is basically right at the seam of the skirt. So what I end up doing is end up wearing midi skirts, so that basically the seam is basically down at the kneecap, so I can wear thigh highs, so they're basically are not visible per se. Mm -hmm. So. You know, one but thing my, oh, here's my question. Yeah, this, this is, I'm sorry, was my question. The thing is, there's so many tall women, cis women in the world, and this situation hasn't been corrected yet with so many um, taller uh, women from around the world now. Six foot is, is uh, you know, common. 5'10", 5'11", mm -hmm. is very common. Um, do you see the industry 
changing that in the next few years possibly? Great question. Uh, it is a good question. So before I answer that question, one thing that I do want to offer is that, you know, again, we've had a number of customers who have um, described your situation. And one thing we have offered is, say, for example, you place an order for a size large, we'll send you an additional size so that you can see, okay, how, how high do I really want the band to be at? Is, is size large really for me or is it extra large? Um, and so through that method, we generally have found that, you know, there is going to be one size that fits better than the other. Um, so that is something I'd be happy to work with you on, someone from my team can work with you on in determining your size. Now, in the industry, it's very hard to say. Um, you know, I think for the most part, most people in the world are more, uh, you know, are going to wear pantyhose and stockings. Um, I think folks who prefer thigh highs, there it's a small number. I mean, that number is growing because there's more and more awareness of what thigh highs is. Um, but I don't necessarily see that changing in terms of sizing. In, in fact, I think, um, there's more and more sizing in for, for larger, larger sizes, not necessarily for the tall and thin, but you know, for folks that are, are quite large all around, proportionally large, I think that's the word. Well, thank yeah. you. And we've had that um, discussion too about, you know, where are we now with society with stocking? So I wanna talk about that before we do. I do wanna show the website because I brought it up to show the live chat feature. And then I saw something else that I did not remember seeing before. So let me just show y'all real quick what it looks like when you go to vnmilano.com. Um, you have a, a live chat, a phone number, which I love to be able to call somebody. And you can you can text us too. Actually, that that number, you know, oftentimes people have text us with questions like this as well. So, and yeah. I see you have a login. So do you remember people's? like size information or anything? So if somebody buys, you they it's stored what they bought before? Or no, nothing. we don't, but you can always look at your um, order history to see you know, what we've ordered in the past. And then tell me about this book of personal stylists. I've never asked you about that. Oh yeah, so like I said, you know, oftentimes we um, receive a ton of questions regarding what's my size or, hey, I'm going to this event. Um, pre-COVID, of course. Um, but I mean, people still book appointments with us to, to tell me, okay, what should I wear? What can I wear with the red dress? What can I wear with, you know, these boots, etc. cetera. Um, and so that's really what the book personal stylist uh, time is. Thank you for that. Hold on. I want to stop the the share. So we, y'all were just talking about a conversation that we were having where are we now with stockings, tights, hosiery, whatever we want to call it? Um, Rami is letting us know New Zealand, they call them stockings. <laughs> so, um, you know, for me, I was raised traditionally, like very old school. For me growing up, my mother was like, if you go to a funeral, you wear pantyhose. You do not go to a funeral without pantyhose on your legs. And her girlfriends in her era were school that were school teachers. They did not go and teach school without wearing a dress and wearing pantyhose, even in Pennsylvania on like 95 degree days, 100 plus humidity, 
no air conditioning. They wore a skirt and pantyhose because that was like the style. What do you see as, as like, what is expected now? Sure. Well, I think, yeah, you know, I think it really, like you said, it really depends on where you live. Um, Certainly in um, other parts of the world where it tends to be more conservative. And I mean, outside of the U.S., I mean, I'm originally from Asia. Um, On a 90 degree day, you will see women wearing stockings, regardless of whatever, you know, they will be wearing stockings to work, to, to, to do um, whatever that is that's part of their profession. Um, however, in the US, things are a little different. Um, the term that I've often joked around with using is that there was a hosiery drought of um, 2000 where you know, bare-legged legs went um, be, or became very popular. But I think a lot of that has changed. Um, you know, a lot of women are now understanding that um, they're, half of your body, if not more, I guess for some of us, um, is, is a canvas. That's a part of your body that you can use to express yourself, to um, be creative, to show your creativity, right? And so that's why I do think that there's a lot of um, pattern stockings that are becoming more and more popular. Not just pattern, maybe colorful stockings, neon, fluorescent colors. Um, those are fabulous ways that you could highlight and show off your legs and your personality. Um, Now, is it, whether or not is it required? You know, I think a lot of that has gone out the window, but that said, it's really what you wanna say about yourself, right? And so, you know, if you're going to a funeral, for example, um, you're making a statement about how you felt about that person. And I do think that um, in, it says something when you do show up with the pair of stockings and you do look the part, um, or you do look like you're respecting, you're being respectful. Um, is it required? Eh. But it's really up to you. I think fashion has always been um, about self-expression. That's lovely. It's a really good point. Um, so you have. I'd like to hit some basics. I think. The fact that half our Zoom knew what Denier was, we've got pros in here, <laughs> but I, I know we have a lot of ladies at home who they have no idea what, what to buy, what the different types of stockings are. And I'm hearing a lot of people in the chat talking about how fragile they are. So I'd love for you to talk to us about how to put on stockings properly sure. um, with nails. But so first let's, well, who wants... All right, let's talk nails. How, if you've got long fingernails, what is the proper way to put on any type of hosiery so that you are not getting a run? You know, nails is not honestly the the issue. I think rings, rings and like big blings, right? Those are usually more of the, the thing that could get in the way. So I highly recommend just taking those rings off. Um, you know, with the right pair of stockings, nails is okay. Uh, so long as you're not like ramming your your legs and your feet into it, you know, um, get a pedicure, you know, I mean, that, that it, it feels great. Um, it's great for the stockings as well. Um, it's the nails on your feet that I think are more um, important than the nails on your finger. Um, but the first thing I would do is I have a demonstration here. Um, 
the first thing I would do is to roll it all up. So gather and bunch everything up. And then um, I would also be sitting down. I've seen a lot of models that we've worked with try to put on stockings while standing up. And then to me, it's like, ugh. <laughs> I'm sure, I mean, they do fine with it, but I, I just, for me, I, I, I don't I just prefer to sit down and do it. I guess it's a personal opinion, but I, I think sitting down um, makes you a little bit more careful too. So anyway, you put your feet into this part and you just very gradually, slowly pull it up to the top of your leg. Now, the one thing I do want to point out is that um, for thigh high stockings, there is a seam. I don't know if you guys can see um, this. That should usually be at the back of your leg. So um, right in the middle behind your thigh, that's where that seam should be. Um, and then you, you pull it up um, as high as you possibly can. Um, where I usually stop is I, I put, so I put my hand right around my crotch. And so where my pinky falls, that's where the top of the band should be. Now, give or take, you know, some, some styles may run a little larger than others. So they may run up a little higher or, or um, sometimes, you know, it's a different type of band. So you can wiggle that band up and down a little bit so long as you're comfortable with where it sits. You can get up, stand up, move around. If you feel that it's comfortable and it's set, then, then you're good. Then you do the same thing with the other leg. <laughs> Thank you for that. I know that that I'm sure was basic to everybody in our Zoom, but I promise you there's somebody at home who was taking a long stocking and putting their unpedicured rough toenail from the top and then shoving their, their leg the whole way through the stocking. <laughs> so if you're at home, if you've never done this, it's okay. Perfect excuse to get a pedicure. And it's funny, I wouldn't have thought of that. Like I was thinking long nails, which I never have because I do yard work. Um, but I was thinking, so this is what you do. You bunch up that stocking and you put the toe in and you slowly, you know, bring that up. So yep. bring it up. Yep. Yep. So, and, and I other. love your um, explanation. So basically what you're doing is you're putting your hand inside at the top of your thigh mm -hmm. and from the top of your hand to your pinky, that is where the band for a thigh high should be. And, you know, obviously everybody has their own rules about, you know, like Joanna was saying, well, you know, do I want it just above the knee, depending on the skirt length or whichever, but if you want from the expert right there, that the perfect spot is at your pinky and our other fave expert, uh, Lindsay Tab, our image consultant extraordinaire, she always says, if you want to know the length of your skirt, you put your hand, she said this on the show many times, so I feel like I can repeat it. You put, you let your arm hang to your side and then the, where your longest finger ends is where the tip of your skirt should be. If you're, the tip of your skirt comes up past into the length of your hand or arm, your skirt's too short. So now you know the perfect length for a skirt and the thigh high underneath, all based on your hand measurement. You don't need tape measure for that. Okay, so other basics for anybody at home who is like totally confused. Um, oh, here's perfect, because this is what I was, I was gonna show the different types. Um, Ashley's wondering, how do you know when a pattern is appropriate and when a solid shear is more appropriate? So you have a couple pictures of like, literally what, what is a shear hosiery? What is an opaque hosiery? So I will bring yeah. that 
um, it is number three and number four. So, you know, honestly, when it comes to deciding whether or not to wear sheer or pattern, it's personal opinion, right? Um, however, um, one thing that a lot of women tend to do is to keep it simple. Uh, and I, and I believe in that, you know, if you are, well, unless you're trying to make a statement that is, if, so if you're wearing um, a leopard pattern on top, you probably don't want to go with the striped pattern stockings um, and vice versa. Again, unless you're trying to make a statement of some sort, um, you know, I, I tend to go with sheer stockings if I'm wearing a pattern dress or shirt or top. Um, whereas if I have a solid color um, dress or skirt, then I try to default to, um, you know, pattern stockings. So it, it's a mix and match game that I, I you know, really enjoy. And um, it's a great way to, again, just show your personality. I love that. And so here you're seeing literally what is sheer is on the left, right? And then your yep. mat. Yes, an opaque. Yep. So sheer on the very left, um, that is our 15 in here, actually. And then um, the middle, that is 55. And then on the far right, uh, that is 75 in here. Okay. Thank you. And then I'll show this one. That's okay. classic fishnets and then back seam stockings. So, um, you know, I don't know if this crowd likes history, but um, <laughs> historically, stockings were all made with a back seam and that's because it's made it was made with a from a sheet of fabric and um you know it was sewn at the back and that's why a, you know all stockings at one point had the seam in the back today that's not how stockings are made today stockings are sewn together in a silicone ver uh, in a circular fashion in a machine and so what we do is we actually sew the seam back on um the stockings just for show, just for the decor. Yeah, just for the vintage style. Okay, so Ashley, you were asking about um, patterns and, and style of hosiery. Uh, did she answer your question or do you have any specific outfit questions? Well, I, I guess I'm so, um, I guess it's more an appropriateness. Like, uh, I mean, I guess, so the thing for me that I always wonder about is that um, I still, I'm, I'm fairly new to coming out. So I still kind of in times feel like I'm a teenager going through all this. And there's an age appropriateness um, that I'm always curious about. And I feel like a lot of other girls have said the same thing. Um, so I guess like the, is the, is there an age where the pattern stockings become less appropriate and and, and you should become more, you know, fit into the style and whatnot. Like, I mean, I'm mid forties. So kind of that gives you a ballpark of what I'm thinking about. Um, just wondering. Okay, actually, no, absolutely. Just saying, <laughs> you look like you're 27, just saying. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, I don't think that there is um, age appropriation for styles or patterns, to be honest. Um, however, if you ask me about colors, I may have a different opinion. <laughs> so in our collection, we do have fluorescent colors, um, neon pink um, or, or hot pink, um, neon yellow and neon green. I don't think those are styles that are for 
um, women that are a little older, right? Um, but again, it's really a personal statement that it, or a personal choice that you want to go with. Um, so. That's a good question. Um, Ashley, how I would answer your question as a photographer, and this is the advice I give all of my clients when they ask me, like, what do you think of this outfit? Mm -hmm. um, you wear what you want to wear and what makes you happy. Um, but you, yep. can, you can have any, any one thing you can have, but you can't have everything. So if you want to wear bright neon yellow, because bright neon yellow is your favorite thing in the world, um, or head to toe leopard, because head to toe leopard is your favorite thing in the world, you can do that, but you can only have one thing. So if your goal is to wear that really bright color and still then kind of blend in, um, mm -hmm. and just look like you're in a, you know, a regular wardrobe walking down the street, you're not going to have that. Like if you wear something meant to stick out, you're going to stick out. So if your goal is to blend in, then you want to find something a little bit more neutral and conservative. And my only other advice that I give is, is your goal for somebody to look at you and say, oh my God, she's just so stunning. Or is your goal to showcase your outfit? Because I have clients who mm -hmm. do both. I have clients who are just, they, they love a specific outfit. And when you see it, you notice the outfit first. Or do you want to just notice like the woman in the outfit? Like I can close my eyes and I can picture um, Victoria Beckham, Melania Trump, you know, um, Kate Middleton, like I can picture fashion icons. Mm -hmm. I can't picture them in one specific outfit, but then I can also picture Lady Gaga and I can picture her specific outfits or share, you know, so is it about, you know, just looking stunning or is it about showcasing the outfit? So that's yeah. what's your intention for that day, right? Because so, to your point, you could make a statement for that event, or you can blend in for another day or in another event, or you wanna pay respect um, for another occasion. So it really depends on that intent of the day. Yeah, and you know, Bronwyn just typed into our, our Zoom chat. She's like, I would try neon pink just for fun. Yeah, and she's wearing pink. She loves pink. Yeah, you know, but that's like, that's fun. Wouldn't wear it to a funeral. No, right. So there's, there's a time and a place. Miranda, you had a fantastic, um, well, again, unless that person who you're paying respect for was a real, like, you know, Lisa Frank lover, you know, really love neon colors, you know, that's true. Like Lady Gaga's funeral, it would be appropriate to wear bright pink tights, you know, absolutely. So Miranda, you had a good question. Are you still with us? Of course I am girl. Go for it. So yeah, recently I've heard people saying or advising that we, sh we should stay away from shimmer hosiery. Is that a standard or just a trend maybe from some people? And as I typed in here, cause I'm not gonna lie, not your brand, but I love my Wolford neon forties and I'm not gonna give them up unless you tell me I have to. I like that you asked about shimmery because as a photographer, when I saw you in the hosiery, you're like sheer, matte, opaque. To me, matte means dull, like a pink colored doll. So mm -hmm. I was thinking like, well, they all look matte. None of them look shimmery. <laughs> yep, I know what you mean. Um, you know, 
again, it really depends on what you want to do. The shimmer look, you know, I, for me, I, I, I don't think I would wear it, but a lot of our customers do ask for it. Um, glad you brought up Wolford. Um, that was actually the brand that I used to, you know, try to buy when I worked in corporate America, but it was like, oh my God, I cannot afford $100 for a pair of stockings every day, right? Um, but to your point, can you wear it? Absolutely, you know, but to what Gas was saying earlier, it really depends on what your, what's the statement you're trying to convey, you know? Um, all eyes will definitely be on your legs when you wear a shimmery uh, stocking. I, that, that, that's what, that's why I wear them. Um, it's, it's for an in-person thing. It's only for certain times uh, with a particular outfit. Um, besides the fact that, yeah, a hundred bucks on your legs doesn't get worn every day just for logical reasons. Um, but yeah, obviously it, it, you just kind of, you know what? So, I mean, oftentimes I, what I say is I'm, I'm in the business of vanity, not sanity as well, you know? So, um, I used to be in high tech and, um, you know, if I went around saying that my stockings, if I sold it the same way you would with high tech, which is, you know, this is the best, most reliable, the fastest software, the secure, blah, blah, blah. If I went around detailing the, the features, the key features, if you will, of my hosiery, I don't think anybody, well, not many people would buy it. Whereas if I show you what you can possibly do with our stockings, I think that makes a, you know, a more impactful statement. Um, and so I'm in the business of vanity, not sanity. Miranda, I can tell you that the last time I was out and really dressy was actually at a vanity club dinner um, at first event last year before we shut down. Um, and I wore like a nude fishnet jeweled gem stocking. So there were like jewels and gems all through my stocking. My shoes were plain, my dress was plain, just a plain blue conservative dress, but my stockings had gems. So like, if you're, you know, if you, I think if you're gonna wear something shimmery and fun, like let that be your statement piece, have fun. Absolutely, not, not the standard, it's not the, it's not the theme, it's the statement, like you said. It's the highlight. Yeah. So you know what? That's so funny you mentioned that too, because when you first said shimmery, I have first thought of, you know, glittery stockings because we do have a style that's glittery. But I think the style that you're describing, um, it's not the gem ones, it's not the glittery one. It's it's the one that's really shiny, right? Exactly, yes. Okay. Yeah, those are classic, classic items, definitely. Whew. Thank goodness. One of my one of my questions is, you know, we're talking this whole time about thigh highs with the silicon mechanism, the sticky to keep them up. What about garters? When do garters come into play? Because I've never, even as a photographer, when I do a lot of boudoir shoots, as mm -hmm. soon as I put one of my client, well, when my client puts themselves into garter straps, the second they move, like they un they they get undone. Like yeah. What's your recommendations? What are what am I doing wrong for my clients? So garter belts are a little bit painful to wear. I, I for me personally, because you know you have to adjust it. There's foot buckles. You got to make sure that they're all on correctly, etc. Um, 
we actually work, work with a lot of boudoir photographers as well. And a lot of times they prefer to shoot with um, thigh high stockings because they just stay in place. Um, but um, there are a lot of women who prefer garter belts as well because it just gives them that vintage look. Um, and it's, you know, I have to say with the line, it, it just looks good in photos, right? Um, and so there's a, there's a I, I wouldn't say an impractical, but it, there, it, it's, it's more for a um, form <laughs> than for function um, when you wear, thigh, uh, when you wear, sorry, um, garter belt stockings. Honestly, I, the best way to do it is just to find a comfortable garter belt. Um, you know, try to go for ones with a good buckle. I think that also helps. Um, I've seen a lot of plastic clips. Those are just, they, they break, they, they're just you know, good. I, I would invest in something that has a good buckle. That sounds good. Thank you. And we actually, um, we have a, another question from Diane. And I like this because this is a, a back to basics question for anybody who's brand new to this. How do you clean your hosiery? How often do you oh. wash it? How do you dry? Like, what should you do? Sure. That's a great question. In fact, you know, I, I almost brought like a bowl <laughs> with me here, but you, if you can imagine me holding a glass bowl, um, you know, what I would typically do is I wash my stockings pr pretty much immediately after use. I put it in um, a bowl of water with some soap. I, I washed it out um, and then I hang it up to dry. Now, you can also put it in to the washing machine with a, you know, a laundry bag, make sure it's cold water. Um, just don't, please do not ever, ever, ever put it in the dryer. <laughs> I cannot stress on that enough because, well, the dryer can just destroy really nice clothes in general, right? Um, but with the silicone band, it melts the silicone band, which could really destroy the stocking. So the, this is the band that I'm talking about here. Um, so um, the key when it comes to washing and caring for your hosiery is really to, um, to make sure it's dry properly. Um, I've seen some people hang it up and dry it, like, you know, air dry it, you can do that. But I think laying it flat, um, and having it dry on a towel that works best. Uh, I'm not talking about it drying for like days. It just takes a couple of hours, uh, that's it. Um, and so that's all to, to it. That's one, to of it. Your, one of the issues I've run into working with clients in the community is um, the inability to uh, wash out their items as frequently as they would like, or maybe as they need to. So a lot of times like there's, there's, there's an odor issue um, because somebody will wear clothing. They won't have the opportunity to wash and, and dry mm -hmm. and dry. And they just kind of go into a duffel bag until the next event. Um, so if somebody's at home and they're like, how do I wash this? How do I keep it fresh? It only takes a couple hours to dry. So if you have a, a little window that you can wash and just dry something at home for a couple of hours on a towel, that's something that you you might be able to keep fresh. Thank you for yeah. that. I would have thought like whenever I whenever I hang dry stuff, I'm like it's just overnight. Like I don't even think about it. But no, no, yeah, because this is it's. I mean, I guess it depends on the pair of stockings, right? If you're talking about cashmere stockings or, or cotton for that matter, something that's made from cotton, that will take a while. But if it's 
you know, nylon and uh, spandex that should dry in a matter of time, no time really. And we have Joanna, you had a question. Would you like to ask that? So uh, basically you, you can find no run stockings every now and then. Why aren't there more non-run stockings since they are so uh, delicate that they may actually make them so that they don't um, run as quickly as we all find out real quick by one quick mistake and that's the end of them, especially if you're buying yep. a more expensive stocking. Well, that's a great question. And one that we actually get um, quite often, I think the brand that um, often comes up when people think of no run is Sheertex, right? Um, they often promote their um, stockings that, that don't run. However, you know, we have actually gone down that path um, in the very, very beginning. And my, my sense is that it's just, you don't, you cannot have a one solution for all. Um, when you have something that is supposedly no run, you kind of give up something, which is the, the, the feel of the stockings. Um, so when you are wearing something that's made from nylon or spandex, um, nylon itself is a pretty tough material. Um, but the problem with just nylon or, or material that are tough is that they're not comfortable. Um, they're not breathable. Um, and so for me, I, I just, I prefer to wear something um, that requires a little bit more care, um, but ultimately they feel like a second set of skin on your legs. So I'll, I think I'll, that's- Oh no, go ahead, I'm sorry. I, and I think that's part of the reason why a lot of other brands, um, they're shying away from the no run um, material. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's how does it look? How does it feel? You know, um, I, I, we, again, we moved away from that just because I, I personally like the, the glamorous side of putting on, you know, a luxurious pair of stockings. That's something that you, when you wear, you, you feel good about yourself. It's, it's self-pampering, right? That's why I prefer to sit down and, you know, roll and, you know, wear my stockings slowly, et cetera, right? Um, it's, it's a treat for yourself. Um, it's not something where you want to um, be to totalitarian about where it's not a uniform, right? Uh, when I think of no run stockings, I think of something, it as something you'd wear as part of a uniform. And that's totally not um, what I wear stockings for. How do you feel about the, uh, the nail polish, that old trick? Um, I don't know if it really works. It, perhaps it's a combination of, of how that stocking is made. I've actually tried it out as well. Um, I don't think it works. Maybe if it's all pure nylon, maybe that may be it. Um, you know, I, you know, you got me thinking more because now I'm like, gosh, I, I need to look into why that was the trick before. And, <laughs> you it's know- I, I grew up with that trick. <clears throat> but I, I don't think I've done it in 20 plus years, but I used to always keep when I photographed weddings, yeah, I yeah. had an emergency kit and I always kept clear nail polish in case there was an issue with, with yep. the hosiery. I'll be honest. I'm going to share one of my secrets. If you see yeah. me out in hosiery, I've got a second set in my purse. Yeah. 
that's, <laughs> that's how I deal with it. I have a second set. If my, you know, if I run into the bathroom at an event and all of a sudden, like I have a huge run in my stockings. Oh no. But this is my life before Vienn Milano. <laughs> so this is my pre-COVID life. Um, but yeah, so that I love all these questions. They're just fantastic. And I gotta say, I saw um, you know, one of our members typed in the chat here, you know, she's on the site, the prices are really affordable. Um, you're gonna see we've got um members and audience people commenting, they're saying, you know, uh Renee Mitchell, I was on the website, it's really nice. I bought five pair. Just, yeah. Yes. Um, so this is, you know, it's it's exciting, you know, and these are not hundred dollar pairs of stockings either. You could have a pair and buy a different size to see which size works or have one shipped. You could do what I do and buy two pair and then keep the second one in your purse if you need it when you're on the run. So um, we have, we've had so many incredible questions. Is anybody, one of the things we did offer is if any of our club members in this Zoom, if they wanted to showcase um, an outfit or a pair of shoes and ask VN what would be the best hosiery to style them. I know Miranda, you had a pair of shoes. Ashley, you are all dressed up. Would you like to show your outfit? Oh, you're muted, hun. I'd love to. Um, let me let me turn off my camera while I move. <laughs> <laughs> You've looked beautiful from here up. The headshot has been gorgeous through the, the whole evening. Thank you. Let me show this is not gonna fall. All right, stay there. Okay, so this was like one of the first outfits I ever went out in, and I love it. I'm gonna, and... I'm gonna pin you. Hold on. Okay, thank you. There we go. Now your big screen. Great. <laughs> so um, it's like I said, it's uh, I've got four inch heels on. It's kind of a short skirt, and I've always worn it with actually just traditional pantyhose. Um, I'm curious, just kind of what you would suggest for something like this? Oh yeah, immediately. I So I didn't realize the bottom of your top was black because at first I thought it was all red. Um, I was thinking, you know, sheer nude stockings. But then when I saw that playful black um, bottom part, I thought, gosh, black sheer stockings would work. I would even dare I go um, black pattern stockings either work. Now, can I see your shoes that, that also is a determining factor as well. Um, let me move the camera. Let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. Let's see. Can you see? There you go. Open toes. So you know yes. what? It, you know, this is another fashion discussion, right? Do you wear stockings with open toe shoes? Um, I think if you want to make a statement, um, you know, and you're bold, you can do that. Um, I certainly would not wear sheer stockings with open toe shoes. I would wear it with uh, an opaque or, or pattern stockings with open toe shoes. Um, I would try that out. You know, another thing that you can do if you really want to bring color too is that I've seen um, fabulous women wear open toe shoes like that with opaque colorful stockings. So um, I wouldn't do red on red because I think that might be a little too much. Um, but you you know maybe uh, a purple or something that may work. That's fantastic advice. I love that. What do you think, Ashley? That sounds actually kind of great. <laughs> Thank you. 
I feel like I want to see like leopard pattern stockings with that outfit. Is that crazy? Well, that's kind of why I was, why I, was I asked the question before. I'm like, is again, a mid forties is a pattern stocking to out there for my age and being appropriate or anything like that? <laughs> no. In fact, I would say that the, the leopard um, stocking style that we have tends to do better with women that are, you know, a, above 40. Um, and so I don't, I don't think that there is any, you know, age restriction on pattern stocking. That's awesome. And that, you have I mean, a not that you need to, not that you need to trip for me. I think sometimes too, um, with pattern stocking, there's, um, optical illusions that you can go with it. Right. So again, this is totally irrelevant for you, but for me, because I am short and chubby, um, I wear the, the stockings that are, um, that have the vertical lines. Um, it's called Alicea and our site. Um, and I wear those stockings because I want to make it seem like I'm thinner and taller, right? <laughs> Which again, not relevant for some of the women in this group, but, um, you know, your legs, they're canvas. You can do, you can say a lot of things. You can do a lot of things with your legs. And so I think stockings is a fantastic way for you to, to play that up. I'm inspired. Okay. Um, did anybody else yet, yeah, Bronwyn? Yes. Um, I, I like to, to wear short boots, like, you know, that used to call fairy boots and also short pants you know, above my knees. What would you recommend for that? Opaque stockings that are colorful. Colorful opaque stockings, yes. Um, yeah, we've tried that out for a couple of models before. I, I love that look, actually. You know, um, shorts and booties, right? Um, yeah. You can, you can also wear, I mean, depending on the color of your boots and your shorts, um, black opaque stockings, that's also a classic item as well with that look. Um, but you know, I, I would try something with fun colors. That sounds, that sounds like an opportunity. I want to see some pictures of the styles that yeah. were inspired from this night. Did anyone else have an outfit or shoes they wanted to show Vianne and get styled? Miranda, I think you had a pair. Are you still with us? I definitely, I have three of my favorite pairs of shoes and this might be a challenge for you. Let's see. Oh, I have to turn off. I'm sorry. I have to turn off <laughs> background. Let's get rid of my background. Oh, here, let me spotlight you. Oh, God, don't do that. Well, so we can see the shoes big. Oh, here we go. Can you lift the shoes up or bring the screen down? That sounds wow. right, right there. Now, you're not wearing these together. I do not mess around with shoes. <laughs> They're, they're fabulous. Seriously. Oh my gosh. Wow. They look a lot of fun. Now I, I'm, I'm curious to you know, do you ever wear these shoes around your home? Yes. <laughs> You're like, duh. Yeah. I <laughs> telework. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, you know, this could be just personal preference. I would shy away um, from black fishnets with those shoes, right? I would wear um, black sheer um, opaque stockings again. Uh, because these shoes are so loud and fun, I wouldn't actually pair it up with pattern stockings. 
Right. I, and I, I tend to, my, my thought process is always to go with a very light color, as, as light as possible, um, little shade as possible with the cheetah print, but mm -hmm. maybe, yep. as you say, a thin black with the black floral and maybe a little bit of color, a little bit of tan something with the yeah. patches. Yeah, I mean, I would try to find a, color that pops up in those shoes so for example the floral one I see red I see white I would I would have fun and wear red stockings with those shoes okay that's what I needed to know thank you now with I, I'm totally there too like I keep looking at the smaller pieces of color that I'd want to bring out with a colored tight but with the love shoe I feel like you've got these two very dominant colors. You've got that blue and you've got that Ooh. red. I'm, my guess would be, I would not want to put somebody in, at least not in the blue, maybe the red, but not the blue. Cause it would be hard to match. And it would be too much blue stocking blue. I don't dare wear yeah. this with a denim skirt. Absolutely not. Yeah, I, I, I agree though. I think sheer nude stockings would, um, would work because I think that is such a statement piece, right? You walk in and you're you're already wowing everybody. Um, just let your feet do the talking. <laughs> Thank you. Gorgeous. That's what I needed to know. Appreciate that. Well, anytime. You know, it's been so lovely having you like consult like this. Thank you so much. Does anyone else oh, have any? anything that they would like um, to ask about styling wise before we end our night or any last questions? Is, is there anything that's absolutely a no-no for stockings? Mm -hmm. You know, I when I first started my business 10 years ago, I would say yes, but now everything, anything goes, right? We touched upon um, open toe shoes with stockings. I think now, um, you know, it's acceptable to wear open toe shoes with the pigs, opaque stockings, um, you know, Deanne, black I'm sorry. and blue. Yeah. Yeah. If you have opaque stockings, do you see the toe seam? Because I would think that's what would bother me with a sheer pair. Like if you have opaque, does that front toe seam disappear? That would be in the open toe shoe. So th there is a seam, I'm not going to lie, but I think with sheer stockings, um, you know, traditionally there's like a, a darkened toe area. Um, we are, our, our sheer stockings don't have that, um, but you're right. It's that seam, that part for sheer stocking. That's why I wouldn't recommend it with open toe shoes. Um, but with opaque, because that seam just blends right in with the rest of the color, you really don't see it um, with open toe shoes. Thank you. I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt though, but I loved that. Joanna, that was a perfect question. Are there any other no's? And thank you to Ashley for showing us open toad so that that would start this discussion too. <laughs> Don't tag teamed this well. Um, oh, sorry. I, and I kind of like last got distracted too. I was like, oh yes, I was talking about blue <laughs> and black. Actually, this is something that I've been, um, you know, talking to with Lindsay, which is can you wear, um, black stockings with navy blue. I think that's a big fashion topic that a lot of women have hard um, 
feelings for it, right? A lot of women are like, no, 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 black and blue, no, no, no. <laughs> but I think a lot of women are also very susceptible to um, black and blue. You know, I, I think it's personal preference. Um, I personally, I, I maybe I'm just boring. I, I like monochromatic. <laughs> so I think when there's the blue and the black, it just compete to get it competes against um, each other. Um, so I, I wouldn't say that's a no-no, um, it's just personal preference. As far as I know, when it comes to fashion, there's really no rule, you know, um, it just depends on what your intent is. Now, any last questions from anyone in our audience? Anyone here? Jamie Kendall, who in the chat, Miranda was like, Jamie Kendall is the queen of pattern stockings. And she is, I have photographed her many times. She just says, thanks for this talk. It was so informative. And that's right. Oh, like you know what? So sorry. There is one thing. Of course, as, as soon as I said, I, no, 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 no. One thing, though, that I do want to point out is that when it comes to thigh highs, I have noticed that a lot of brands, um, they say thigh highs, but as a woman who's five foot two, they come up above my knees. So um, I, I think one fashion no-no is uh, wearing your stockings wrong right? so again if you're unless you really want to wear stockings that seem like they're above your knees um fine but if that's not your intent then it's kind of inappropriate right just wearing stockings that are too low with the short skirt that's you know hey but if that's your intent then by all means but generally speaking i don't think that's really appropriate for um, a professional setting. And there, it's all about you would not wear that to the office. And you said, you know, you gave us the hand signals of how high, mm -hmm. like, I, I love the knee high look, but not as like a, a fancy gartered thigh high, but just as you know, the era I grew up in cute little knee highs are adorable. But again, you know, you, you want to pick the right time and place. For yeah. It. Yeah. And it depends on what you pair it up with, you know, yeah. Well, we've had such inspiration tonight. We've got Ashley's glam outfit, Bronwyn's fairy booties. I've never heard that phrase before. I'm going to Google like the fairy booties. We've got Miranda's awesome shoes. We've had such wonderful commentary. Thank you, everybody. Great questions. Georgette knows everyone from around the world. She's got us tuned in on what is right for here in Europe. Just fabulous, fabulous questions. Then, um, I think you 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 showed us that you can come on Trans Tuesday and talk for almost an hour and a half <laughs> on an accessory on a part of an outfit <laughs> is something like you know the the history the technology how we wear it why we wear it how we clean it you've helped people who are bona fide pros in this room who are like I know my denier and you I know you spoke to people at home who have literally never bought a pair of hosiery before um, and you showed them all the different types how to do it you made your website so accessible um when and i do have a question because i know that we have people from around the world who watch if somebody is asking for help um, on your site is it 24 hours or is there certain hours of the day for your live chat um i i would say that um it's really around 10 to 7 those that's the time when my team is available um, 10 to 7 Eastern Standard Time. Um, 
but so if it's after hours, can they send in an email? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, after hours, there's a, a form where you can submit your questions. And so someone um, from Boston or Quincy will answer. Thank you. Thank you everyone so much for joining us in the chat. If you were excited about what you heard tonight, remember you can win a pair. The two people are going home with a pair of thigh highs. And Vian, can you tell us what style thigh high you are raffling off? Yes, so it is Isabella. I'm gonna show you this one. So it's sheer stockings. Uh, these are actually our best sellers. So, you know, they're classic items that goes with just about every outfit for any occasion. That's amazing. So for anyone in the Zoom tonight, you had like a, a one in six, one in seven chance of winning. Um, somebody from this lotto of club members on here is gonna get a chance to win. And then anyone in our wider audience, you get a chance to win the other pair. All you have to do is share this live. We've already done the event. You could have shared the event, you can. You share the live, you are entered to win. And I'm going to give everybody a chance who's watching this after hours, a chance to share this to their Facebook pages. Um, I will draw the live tomorrow. So we're going to pull raffles out of a hat on Facebook live. I'm going to do that probably tomorrow night. Um, I have a photo shoot tomorrow evening. So I'm going to come home from the shoot and draw names out of the hat for who's won these thigh highs. I know you can ship them around the world. So our ladies in New Zealand, don't be afraid to share. Yep. And um, we'll, so can we connect you with the winners so they can get the right size? Absolutely. Vian, thank you so much. And for everybody at home, you know, I've shown the website, vianmilano.com. How can people get in touch with you? Is the website best? Are you on other social media too? Well, you know, you can, you can always text us at that number that's on our website. You can email us, chow, that's C-I-A-O at vianmilano.com. Like um, yeah, it means hello and goodbye. <laughs> um, and you can always email us, call us anything you know if, like I said if we're not available we'll get back to you as soon as possible that's awesome thank you so very much so thank you for coming on this evening I have some really special event updates that you need to know so I said tomorrow night I'm going to be on Facebook live to draw the raffle for the two thigh highs tomorrow on Saturday two things are happening I'm drawing the live for the three people who won the true voice lessons. Um, I'm drawing that Saturday. So you've had all month. If you wanted um, a chance to win, if you share our posts, if you share our videos, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, if you go to myfeminineheart.com slash contest, it has the links to all our social media and bonus entries. If you like and follow True Voice uh, lessons online as well. All of those will count, but you have to email me. I have to know when you do it because if I don't, if I'm not connected to you online, I might not know that you've liked or followed. So I have a big list of people. The raffle tickets are coming in. The bowl is filling, but make sure you email me and tell me that you entered and everywhere that you entered. Um, so that is all happening Saturday. Next week is really special. So Vian, you know, we've had this plan since I think January for you to come on this week. This is how far out we plan this show. Mm -hmm. Next week, we have on a financial advisor. She was our first sponsor of the month for My Feminine Heart, which is so special um, that she, she, took, she did that with us. She is coming on. She's going to talk about identity theft. 
see how we take like the sexy show and then we go to the serious show. We like to balance it on my feminine heart. Here's the thing. When we first planned for her to come on months ago, she was allowed to pre-record or um, an episode or she could do a Zoom, we could record it. But before it streamed, we were able to, she was gonna have to send it to corporate and make sure it was approved to share. We just got the kibosh like the other week on being able to record or stream her um, information. But I will be honest, I have been trying to get someone on this show to talk about identity theft and keeping yourself safe and secure since we're all online. Um, I've been trying to do this for like a year and through COVID people have been so busy. I haven't been able to get anyone on. I think this is important information. So here's the deal. It is public and free to everybody. Public and free. It is Trans Tuesday, but it's not on Facebook and it won't be recorded. You got to join us in the Zoom. It's the only way she's legally allowed to give this information because she's a financial advisor. It can't be recorded or else, you know. Um, so she's, she's a fabulous, fabulous advocate for the LGBTQ community. Truly, she's, she's a fantastic person. We're so excited to bring her into the My Feminine Heart family. She's coming on next week. So there is, if you go to our My Feminine Heart Facebook page, there is an event for the Beth McKinley event. Um, in there is the link for Zoom. Everybody has to register for the Zoom link. It's how we have to do it. I'm gonna, I've, I've been sending it out in the emails. It's in today's email. It's a free event. There's no products or services sold. It's totally informational, but it's just something we can't stream and record, but it's important info. We want our entire audience to join us. So if you've ever wanted to join us on screen, this is your chance. We're just not gonna be streamed. We're gonna be in the Zoom, but everybody is welcome. If you are a very private person and you wanna be in the Zoom, you don't have to be on camera, you don't have to show your name, um, but you can be there for the information if you want. So, but sadly it's it's next Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, our usual Trans Tuesday day and time. Um, and then that's it. So the information will come and the information will go. But the fabulous thing is <laughs> she will be on the show again and all of our club members are going to vote on what they want to hear her present on. Do you want her to talk about social security, retirement, investing? Um, that's up to you. But I thought identity theft, as sexy as it is, that is something everybody needs to hear. So um, that is next Tuesday. We have a really great slate of um, episodes coming up all through the month of May. Our club members are going to be finalizing our book of the month um, or our book of the quarter club. We're going to be having our first episode for that in June. Club members are going to finalize that vote in May. We hope you join us. Tell your friends club membership opens Saturday. It's only open for 10 days and then we close again because it, it takes a lot to bring the new people in. It's so fun. It's so exciting. It's like a party every day. People are joining our Facebook page. Um, so all of that is happening. Look for me for a live Wednesday. Look for me for a live Saturday. And remember this coming Tuesday, it's live, public, free, but only on Zoom. So you got to register with the Zoom link. Okay, everyone. We love you. Have a beautiful evening. Thank you to all our club members for hanging out with us tonight. Vianne, amazing. Welcome back anytime. Loved, loved, loved having you. Thank you. Tomorrow night, we're going to find out who wins. Remember to share this event. Good night, everybody. We love you.
Never miss a single podcast by signing up for our newsletter at myfeminineheart.com.